0: I want to welcome, everybody, back to another great episode of the Daily Dose of Discomfort. I am your co host, Ryan, and I'm Bob. And today, uh, we are without Joel. We started out a little bit earlier this morning uh, discussing some stuff with him, but he had to run out the door, so it's just going to be us two taking you guys through some stuff and kind of relating to the conversation that we were all having earlier. Um, this topic feeds very well into that and that's objectives Um, setting them obviously and their importance of it but uh, what can happen when you don't set objectives kind of like what happened to us this morning so why don't you go ahead and and give us a little bit of that Bobby
1: yeah so we're working on kind of some I guess special episodes where we each dive into our own individual background And what's shaped us, it's kind of more of a self-exploration thing for each of us. Um, And as we dove into it and started recording and trying to maybe, I guess, you know, dig deep, we realized that since we didn't really have specific expectations to get out of it, we were just kind of like, okay, I'll just talk about myself. Um, It's, it's difficult to track such a big um, reflection, I guess. So it's such a big process of what makes you, you. Um, so rather than try and like off the cuff, talk about your autobiography, uh, we decided to step back and think about what, what do we want to get out of this? Right. Why are we doing it? Um, and kind of use the the mentality that we talked about before, where we have to set a goal and to get to that goal we have to have objectives. So I figured why not talk about objectives to kind of help prep ourselves so that as we dig deep and l- look inside ourselves we we kind of have a scaffold to follow so we're not just blabbering on about you know random things from our life.
0: Yeah, so when when I was a kid it was really drilled into me um, this this mantra of the 5p's and, and that is, proper preparation prevents poor performance. Um, it's something that I constantly think about, but sometimes, I mean, we can all be guilty of this, hubris can, you know, make us folly to anything. So, we did kind of come at it this morning from from the idea of what we normally do here, and that's that we kind of have a topic, but we like to bounce it around. And that works for the majority of what we do in the context of this podcast, However, we start getting into maybe longer formats or interview type uh, podcasts, then we need to change the way that we approach the game. Um, and and that was just, we were unprepared. And, it, and as much as we were finding our way through it, and I, I think we were navigating pretty well, uh, we really realized some of the shortcomings of being inadequately prepared for what we were trying to tackle. And that—that's something that you know can plague any of us in in our lives. Um, just approaching this maybe idea um, or goal or whatever, and not really having it set up to guide us there. You know, think about when you first went bowling, and if they just handed you that ball and they didn't put those bumpers up, you you're probably going to gutter ball a lot of those. Having those little little safety nets there, just kind of bounces you back towards your objective.
1: It makes everything a lot easier. Yeah, and I, ironically enough, as we were talking about um, Joel's case, which we started with Joel, um, that was kind of what we found out about ourselves. Is, and I think we can all relate to this. We, we're all pretty intense people, right? We all really put. All of ourselves into what we do but when you don't really have direction sometimes you're fighting against yourself you're like you said bouncing your head off or bouncing around kind of ricocheting through a hallway you're not necessarily making it to the path that you set out to do because you don't really have a, a goal in mind so i think by thinking about our objectives and, and kind of setting them um, we can focus our energy to to reach success rather than just randomly putting effort into things that might be somewhat counteractive or counterproductive to, to what we're trying to achieve here.
0: I I find when I don't have objectives in the goal that I'm trying to reach, what ends up happening is my ADHD takes over and it makes me just want to do everything. So kind of like that adage where if, if you are, you know, you're trying to multitask. You can only be at probably max, you know, 50, 50% effective at either one of them. Um, if you're trying to truly multitask and same thing with my objectives, I'm, I'm that much less effective because I don't have, you know, a set number of things that I'm trying to achieve inside of this. So that just allows for a lot of wasted time, a lot of wasted effort. And, I'm, a lot of time a lot of guilt and regret you know that i've i've let things go so far and then i end up beating myself up over it and eventually you know i get the job done but it would be much smarter for me and i'm getting a lot better at it 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 is it is something that i'm tackling better every day and kind of in doing the 75 hard especially again is really reinforcing those habits of making sure that you know i make time in my day for the the goals that I have, um, but making sure you know constantly that I'm looking at what's what's this goal that I'm looking at, and what are my what are the objectives that I need to achieve to
1: get there? Yeah, I, obviously, a lot of my life is work, and we kind of talked about that too. Which will um, when I think about goals at work, if I don't set learning objectives for my kids, then Obviously, it's going to be difficult for them to know what they what they need to study and get ready for for the test. Um, so it makes it hard for them to prepare. But number two, from my perspective, if I don't have definitive objectives, I could talk about anything, right? If we're if let's say we're talking about the skeletal system, right? I could talk about a million different things. I can make it like a traditional anatomy class where we're talking about comparative anatomy. Um, I could talk about um, anything from like the specific grooves and condyles and all that stuff. I could talk about the theory of the bone and how it grows and is constantly remodeled. I could talk about EMS skills, first aid skills, nursing skills, medications. Like there's a million different things that I could talk about. It, it could take me into a rabbit hole. All right? And now we're off base. Now we're talking about something that, yeah, it might seem interesting to me, But long-term, when they're trying to get into nursing school, medical school, physical therapy school, how much of that is going to benefit them? How am I preparing them for the future and not just kind of going out on a whim, looking up things that might be interesting but don't really have as much value to them as they pursue their future? So staying on track, course-correcting. Making sure if you have those objectives, um, you're going to eventually get where you need to go rather than keep going off course. Now, I think objectives are there to keep you focused, but it's okay to to veer off once in a while. But there has to be some kind of a a happy medium if you're constantly out in the, the, the weeds there. You're not going to get anything done. You're not going to make it to the same place that you would have made it if you stayed uh, on your course. So like right now, uh,
0: my big goal is doing the Badwater 135. And obviously, I know that's maybe the hardest race that's out there, but it's one of the hardest things that I could think of that a human being could do. Now, having said that, I've tried to set myself a lot of objectives to reach in the meantime. Because I know that that is probably something that's a little further out. I don't want to put it out into indefinite, but it won't be happening this year. I don't even know that I could maybe do it next year. But I'd say in the next three years, three to five years, that's something that I absolutely want to tackle. But what do you got to do before you get there? I mean, you can't, you can't run 135 miles until you can run a 5K, till you can run a 10K, a half marathon, a marathon. You know, up and up and up as, as we move through those distances. These are all things that I've set for myself, um, races that I've signed up for. And then inside of that, I've also set myself a training plan that moves up with each of these races. So, like, right now, I'm on the marathon training plan. A few months back, I was doing the half marathon training plan. So, it's it's constantly giving me objectives to hit. I've got a certain mileage distance and time that I'm trying to beat on Tuesday. I've got a pace that I'm trying to maintain on Thursday. I've got a distance that I'm trying to get to on Saturday. And all of these things do keep moving and evolving. They're not staying static. You know, the days are, but not not the distances, not the times. And, and there's constant improvement inside of that. And then as I achieve these objectives, that allows me to, at the next thing that I, I then reach for, that's on this path to this long race. Um, it's something that I can look back on and I, I can draw, you know, wisdom from it. I can remember how I felt maybe at a certain mile distance that I was running. You know, I knew how I felt when I got done with that half marathon. So I have an idea of what that's going to feel like halfway through the marathon that I'm running in April. It's, it's, all, it's all part of the process. And if I allow myself to to maybe not have that structure in there, Maybe I could come in and run this marathon in April. You know, I think you told told me and I I, I know you told Joel, uh, about a marathon that you just on a whim decided to go run and then just did it. You know, for some people that you could just do that. And I, I think anybody probably could if you just put your mind to it, you could get out there and and run a marathon. But can you place in it? You know, can you place in your age in your age group? Can you run it? at a time that you would be proud of and that's that's the next evolution of a thing is what do you want out of it what like you said what are you trying to achieve writing that down knowing what that looks like you know this is all kind of stuff that we've talked about in the weeks leading up to it you know trying to visualize you know that success or achieving that goal um i'm 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 just trying to do the same thing in the confines of what i'm i'm tasked with each time and, and that doesn't just have to be physically that could be in your, your business um, it could be in your, your personal life whatever but definitely advantageous to, to have those clearly defined objectives
1: I think preparation is important yes like I, I ran that race without training but because I didn't pay in advance I paid for it after the fact I was more sore for that marathon than any other race that I've ever run because I, you know, mentally I was prepared and able to do it, but physically I, I definitely paid for that one. I couldn't walk for several days afterwards. I lost all my toenails. Like I didn't, not only did I not prepare physically, but I also didn't prepare like I, I didn't know that your nipples would chafe. I didn't know like the little things, you know what I mean? That you don't really think about. Um, so it was a learning experience, um, kind of more of a baptism, baptism by fire kind of thing, um, where I, I definitely, even though I didn't pay in advance, I paid afterwards. So you're going to, you're going to pay for everything, you know, every experience that you do. It's if you invest early into it, then you're not going to have to pay as much, I guess, if, if that's one way to think about it, right. if you're preparing for things, it's going to, it's going to help you.
0: And let's talk about that for a second, because I was thinking about that, you know, time compounds. So we we've talked about money before and, um, it compounding over time, you invest in it in the stock market, whatever time compounds too. And the more of it that you lose out on by getting lost in the weeds, maybe training ineffectively, you know think think about if you were trying to reach a, a certain weight deadlifting or something like that but you were doing other exercises that weren't you know really even advantageous to it uh, but you thought that you were doing the right thing and you know midway through you realize you just lost out on 6 weeks of training you've only got 18 weeks to get where you're trying to go you know that that's that time is lost that effort that could have been winning there is lost and then the results that that could have paid for or paid with that could have compounded over time are also lost so it's of utmost importance to me to make sure that it's going to happen to everybody, happens to me all the time getting lost in the weeds it's just about efficiently and effectively realizing it and then getting ourselves back on track
1: yeah and I think the way we want to counter this is we're going to start writing things down, right? We want to have our notes in advance, share them with each other. And then that way we can kind of bridge the communication or, or maybe build like when we do this kind of personal exploration, we can have questions in advance like, hey, I didn't know this about you. What do you mean here? So it's almost like we're self-editing our objectives or not self-editing, peer editing, Right, our objectives. Um, before we actually go into it, uh, we we definitely got a lot out of today. Um, the at least the the unfinished product um, that we're working on right now. I'm talking to Joel. I, I know Joel felt at the end of it like, wow, never really thought about myself that way. Um, but we just weren't getting the amount of detail. We didn't feel like we were getting the whole picture. Um, so. Since we didn't have an objective, we don't really know where we're going yet. Um, But we just had a feeling like it wasn't what it could be. So sometimes after the fact, you have to go back and kind of reevaluate, reassess, um, kind of find the diagnosis and and come up with a game plan to treat it. So that's really where we're at now. I think having everything written down, running it by each other, that's going to be the, the kind of the treatment or the antidote to, to our issue right now.
0: Here's something that I think is is key to all of it, and that is that the time is really only wasted. As I'm saying this, it's really only wasted if you're not doing what we're already doing. And that's taking like that live autopsy of of what what happened, what went wrong, what went right. And, you know, because a lot went right in there and, and just some things kind of veered off but there's so much to take from it. So the only way that we really would have wasted that time would be if we just didn't have that conversation afterwards to figure out like, okay, what, what is it that we were wanting out of it? You know, what do I wish we would have said instead, or what question do I wish I would have asked at that moment kind of deal. And that's, 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 that's probably the best thing that you could do uh, because there's going to be a lot of moments where you're like, Ooh, you know, I shouldn't have I shouldn't have put my effort into that. Well, okay. But let's let's look at what what went wrong there and let's figure out how to not let that occur again. And and therefore that was time
1: well spent. Now we've grown. Yeah, there's three options there, right? There's you could just leave it as it is, full send it, call it a day, and have a, a mediocre product which I'm sure people still would identify with. I know, like I said, there was a lot of information we got out of Joel there that, that helps us give a clear picture as to where he's coming from. Um, so there's one option. You could reject it completely. Right. And just have nothing, you know, we tried it, it didn't work. Sometimes that's important to do. Right. Um, if you have maybe an old rundown building and you, Maybe you buy it and you want to restore it, but then you get to it and you find out that there's black mold throughout the walls, the foundations crack, there's you know leaky roofs that have caused mold to grow everywhere. Sometimes it's better just to Demolish plow down. that, yep. Yeah, start over. It, it's not worth the investment. You'd spend more money putting into it than if you just knocked it down and, and restarted. So sometimes that's, that's okay. And then the third option, um, like we're doing, is kind of restoring it so if it if the foundation's not cracked there's no mold in the walls and it just aesthetically didn't doesn't look like what you want it to look like sometimes you can just go through and do a little bit of housekeeping right Um, come up with a game plan you know i think we need new plaster here we have to maybe we can put a railing on here. We could do some woodwork and make it look nice, change the flooring, put a couple coats of paint on it. And it's going to be a livable house. It's going to have a story to it. Um, You're going to have the history of the the building. So there's a lot of stuff that you can sometimes restore, recover and, you know, improve. And that makes it a, a richer story. So I think that's where we're at right now is we know we have a good foundation. We just need to figure out, how do we restore it into, you know, the, the ultimate goal?
0: Figuring out what, what was good and what was bad. And, you know, there's taking something out of both of them. If, if we're doing that with every situation in our lives, I mean, think about how much more improved you're going to be in 10 years. If You just take all, all of the, the things that you've got to deal with and, and you really put some pen to some paper um, and start to write that down, you're going to be able to way better navigate a lot of the uh, shortcomings that are going to come in your future. And that's what we got to do here in our future. We'll, we'll keep doing better each time and um, growing and improving because that's, that's what this whole thing is about. We're all journeying together on the path to success.
1: I, I got a lot of energy from it. I don't know. I feel like we're talking faster. We have more, um, excitement. We're missing Joel, which is unfortunate, but, um, I think we're kind of taking his energy and putting it into, to this right now. And I can feel it. I don't know. I'm ready to get started.
0: Yeah. I'm ready to get started on this day. It's about to get crazy out here, I think with the weather. So we've got a good 12 miles to run this morning. Um, and that's just one workout. Because with this, you can't you can't link two workouts together for time. It's got to be two separate things.
1: So it's going to be a fun morning. Yeah, I'm ready to go. I got my maces ready. I got some kettlebells.
0: So let's do it. All right, well, let's get at it. Uh, we appreciate everybody joining us again this week, and uh, we'll see you next weekend. Have a good one. Goodbye.